RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Um, I'm a social media guy, so anybody that does social media, please go follow me on the most, mostly Instagram, Ian underscore Beckles. Uh, you won't see any propaganda or uh, government stuff there. It's just buck stuff and, and food stuff, and that's probably about it. So go follow me on uh, uh, social media. As far as our Buccaneers go, um, I'm not. I wouldn't. I didn't put any stock in that game whatsoever. Good, bad, or indifferent. I don't care if the Bucks got beat by 40, if they won by 40. I don't care if they played all their starters. It was an irrelevant football game. There was a lot of irrelevant football games yesterday. The Bucks played one of them. Um, when you don't play your starters and you're not really and you're trying to get out of a football game, it's almost like a preseason football game. So you can look at that game and evaluate it, but I'm not going to have any reaction to that game at all. My only reaction would be. Maybe what is some of those? What are some of those players doing in the game late? Because you got a, somebody injured. You know the the, uh, the Chargers lost Mike Williams. Okay, for no reason. So that's the kind of one thing that I looked at that game. And I said, eh, didn't didn't love that. Okay, didn't love the fact that I saw Antoine Winfield Jr. in the game. And the one guy I saw in the game was Joe Tryanchrianka late in the game. And for me to be a first round to be in a game that late. I think it says a lot about what they think about him as a football player. Unfortunately, you got your first round pick in the game with all the scrubs in the game. It doesn't matter. And you have a playoff game the next week. So that one was, that was a little weird. Maybe not weird. Maybe very telling. But as far as that game yesterday, and maybe we'll talk about the last couple games, all right? You know, I put something out on social media and I was checking people and everybody wants, you know, Byron Leftwich's head. They want, you know, Todd Bowles' head. You know, everybody hates when Byron Leftwich calls a run on the first on first down and it gets one yard. They hate it. You know what you don't hate? When Byron Leftwich calls a run on first down and you get five yards. You don't hate that anymore, do you? It's not about coaching people. It's about being efficient and having good football players. The games we've won, we run the ball on first down and got four yards. The game we've lost, we run the ball on first down and got one yard. It's not rocket science. The game that's about to come up with the Dallas Cowboys... If you run the ball on first down for one yard, you're going to lose. If you don't stop their running game, you're going to lose. The name of this you know, podcast is In the Trenches. The game's not going to be won by quarterbacks next week on Monday night. It's not. It's going to be won in the trenches. The Buccaneers haven't really run the ball on anybody this year, so I don't expect them to do it against Dallas. But they're going to win the game by blocking Micah Parsons. Now, I don't know if you're going to see Micah Parsons on... You know, Tristan Wurst at all. If I was Dallas Cowboy coordinator, I would I would take Micah Parsons and put him on Donovan Smith and I say sit there and beat his ass all day long and make sure they compensate for that. And then we'll see if he can win other places. Because Donovan Smith can't deal with Micah Parsons on a regular all game long. He can't do it. I don't want to see it, and he probably can't do it. Looking back at that football game, you know, the Buccaneers looked at like the Buccaneers of old at the beginning, throwing the ball too much, not running the ball enough. To me, once again, I'm not putting a lot of stock into that game. But the Buccaneers all year, scoring is hard. Yesterday, you know, Brady had 17 throws and 84 yards. That's making things hard, all right? If, you, if you're getting 
it's harder to win a game and have 26 first downs and win a game and have 12 first downs. That makes sense. Because it's the dink and dunk thing. Bad things happen. And we just, everything is tough for us. It's too many third and sixes. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about yesterday. I'm talking about, I'm talking about all season long. Nothing's scoring points is at a premium. Now, that being said, I don't think the Buccaneers, I don't think us as Buccaneer fans could handpick a team in a, in a worse situation than Dallas to come in here and play us in the first play, playoff game. Monday night, Tom Brady against Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott. Who has the pressure, people? There's no pressure at all on the Buccaneers, none. If the Dallas Cowboys, who have a great season, come into Raymond James Stadium and they lose to the Buccaneers on Monday night, you know, Dak Prescott's in question, Zeke Elliott's in question, Mike McCarthy's in question, Jerry Jones is in question. If the Buccaneers lose, everybody's going to go, well, they should have lost. They, they were 8-9 and nine and they weren't great this year and Tom Brady's old and he won't be back next year. There is no pressure on the Buccaneers. I mean, none whatsoever. Go back and watch that game yesterday. And the cow when the Cowboys played the Washington football team. There's times where the Cowboys stink, okay? And they stunk yesterday. Now, that being said, I'm not telling you the Buccaneers are going to trounce the Cowboys. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the Cowboys are ripe for the picking. They're ripe for the picking. Dak Prescott has thrown an interception seven straight games. He was awful yesterday. Offensively, C.D. Lamb scares me. Schultz is a nice tight end. And nothing else really scares me. Because the Buccaneers usually stop the run when they want to. Usually. Yesterday they gave up the booty, and I don't care. I don't see the Dallas Cowboys lining up and running the ball down Vita Vea and Akeem Hicks' face. I just don't see it. So... In a funny way, all year I've been like, this team's, this Buccaneer team ain't it, it ain't it, it ain't it. I'm not going to be shocked if Tom Brady walks off that field victorious Monday night. I am not going to be shocked. I'm not. Now, this Dallas Cowboy team offensively I think is flawed. Defensively, they're pretty damn good now. Michael Parsons is one of the best football players in the whole NFL. And if you watched that Washington game yesterday, uh, Washington beat them 26-6. to Two touchdowns were... One was a, a block punt, I think went 15 yards. The other one was an interception for a touchdown. So Dallas' defense played very well. Washington's not great offensively. Dallas' defense is good. Dallas' offense is shaky, okay? I think that's what we want to run into. We want to run into that. I don't know if this Buccaneer team is good enough to score 30 points on anybody, but they're good enough to score 20 points. All we need is our Buccaneer defense to ball out. I think our Buccaneer defense could shut out that Dallas Cowboy offense. I think they can. I'm not saying they're going to do it, but I think they have the capability of doing it. All right? So, it's been a funny year. It's been a wonky year, but we may mess around and win this game on Monday night. I guarantee when you see the ratings, the ratings are going to be wicked high. Every NFL football player is going to be watching on Monday night because it's one game. I mean, Brady against the hated Dallas Cowboys on Monday night football in the playoffs. First of all, Monday night football in the playoffs is a beautiful thing. America's team against the America's sweetheart monster ratings, period. 
Okay? So I'm going to enjoy myself. I enjoyed myself last weekend not really caring about the game because you get all uptight. I'm going to enjoy next weekend and watching all the different games and see how things set up. And then Monday night, it's going to be on. It's going to be on, and our Buccaneers are right there. And crazy things happen in football, man. Crazy things happen in football, especially when you got the GOAT with you. Okay? And I don't want anybody to tell me, you're, you're, I'm just telling you what I see. I'm not, I still don't see a great football team, but I see a team good enough to beat the Dallas Cowboys. I, I just do. Now, next week, talk to me again. Do I, have I seen a team yet that could beat the San Francisco 49ers? Nope. But I can see a team that could beat the Dallas Cowboys. So, you know how that goes. And let's see if they can get it done. Anybody ever wants to um, uh, email me, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. Somebody here asked, uh, Brent Walters, what are the chances the Bucks can beat Dallas? Uh, I live in Texas, and it'll be nice to see them beat the Cowboys. Right now, I think it's a coin flip between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Flip the coin. I haven't seen the, I haven't seen the spread yet, but I bet it's probably uh, three Buccaneers. I really, it's probably about right, and it's probably about a, a coin flip. And here's another person, another question, uh, Brent. JTS, I know you've been truthful and right for the most part about him, uh, but the last two games he can. Uh, can you give him some credit for playing every snap on defense? And also, do you see how much they drop him into coverage? I don't like uh, what I see in this game, uh, but I like his motor. Um, I'm going to say this, Brent. How many great pass? Okay, you don't you don't draft somebody in the first round because they're a pass dropping linebacker. Name me one. So if you're a first rounder and you're drafted to rush the passer and you're dropping him back in pass downs, it just means you're not a good pass rusher, unfortunately. I mean, Micah Parsons drops back every once in a while just for deception. But for God's sake, send that son of a bitch. Why would you want him back there when you can be standing on top of the quarterback? And Joe Trianchwanka's problem is he's never standing near the quarterback. Yesterday, there was a play where the quarterback stepped up, stepped back, stepped back. He had the ball for eight seconds, and Trank still couldn't get. I, I got to rewind it for my people. Watch this. It is eight seconds, and he still ain't there. Go back and watch some Warren Sapp film and show me at three seconds where he's at. I guarantee he's right where the quarterback's at. Guaranteed. That's what greatness is, and that's what we expect from a first-rounder here in Tampa Bay. So am I happy with Trank and Trianka playing a lot of plays in a meaningless game? No. Absolutely not. I'll be happy when he will start getting some sacks and some tackles for loss. That's what I'll be happy and not before that. If anybody ever wants to uh, email me, it's ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. Please make sure you listen to all the podcasts and uh, all the other things I'm doing. And uh, once again, hit me up on social media, ian underscore beckles. Uh, I feel good. And uh, next week's In the Trenches will probably be on Tuesday because of the Monday night game. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking about a, a victory Tuesday in the Buccaneers. Uh, succeeding in getting to the next week. So, have a wonderful week, and let's get ready for next uh, Monday night. Have a wonderful weekend, and uh, be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.